welcome to The Happy Writer, a show about creating and sustaining a long-term author career. My name is Patty Jansen, writer of science fiction and fantasy. I've published independently since 2011. This show covers motivation, diversification, learning new skills and your place in your career. Come on in and be happy. Episode 47 of The Happy Writer, I'm going to talk a little bit about an aspect of pay-per-click advertising that doesn't get mentioned very often, namely the possibility to do drip ads. Occasionally, people will mention the possibility of doing drip ads as an aside, but mostly people seem to ignore drip ads or don't really know what they are. So let's start with a definition. Drip ads are a low-key type of advertising that you keep going for a very low daily amount every day. Why would you do them? There is a saying in the advertising world that a person needs to have seen a product seven times before they will buy. There are very few people who will see an ad for an unfamiliar product, click to the retailer and buy straight away. They may think something looks interesting, and may mentally file it away for later, and then promptly forget about it. Or they may put it on a wish list and still forget about it. The next ad they see then reminds them that they had intended to check it out. Then they checked it, kind of liked it, but still didn't buy, because they had no time or their budget was tight that month. But they still remembered that this thing looked cool. Drip ads play into this process. Because they run indefinitely, they build awareness. They don't generally advertise a limited-time offer, but rather something that is permanently discounted or not even discounted at all. The features of a drip ad are generally to control your daily spend on this ad and to do that either through limiting your daily spend and lowering your bid to the point where the ad will just spend the desired amount of money. If you're ready to expand, you don't up the bid, but you make another ad. There are several advantages of this technique that make running drip ads very suitable for the life of a happy writer. See, if you're like me and you're hesitant to spend huge amounts of money on advertising, if you don't want the nervousness about ads spending a lot of money while you're away from the computer, or if you dislike the feeling that you have to spend lots of time managing your ads, or if you just don't have a very large budget, if you have books that are always discounted or free, these are all situations where drip ads can be useful. Where do you do drip ads? You can do them at any platform that will allow you to control your cost. As writers, we have three main pay-per-click self-serve platforms available that are considered to be useful. These are Facebook ads, Amazon ads and BookBub ads. Of course, there are also other platforms and I encourage you to try them if you can do so without committing to spending huge amounts of money. Pay-per-click ads take a lot of learning and it's extremely easy to blow a lot of money if you don't know what you're doing. In general, other writers and people much smarter with much bigger ad budgets than me have found that Google ads tend to be too expensive because you're bidding up against people selling much more expensive items. 
and that Twitter ads don't work very well because the targeting options are poor. YouTube ads also don't allow you to get very specific in your targeting and are suited for expensive items like courses and consulting. In terms of other social media, Facebook already allows you to add Instagram, and whether you need to do this is another question. You can try it, but generally people don't find it as useful as ads on the main Facebook feed. When you do drip ads, what do you advertise? Anything. You can advertise free books, and some people do this. You can advertise discounted books, full price books, box sets, anything. You have to figure out whether the sell-through on the rest of the series makes it worth the cost if you're advertising a free book. Remember you are trying to raise awareness and that the benefit is not always directly measurable. Selling books from these ads is of course the ultimate aim, but you'll probably run the ads at such low daily spends that it's hard to make out what the direct return on investment is. Here are a few things that apply when you advertise a free book with pay-per-click ads. It works better if you have a long series, because you have much more opportunity to recoup your cost. Generally speaking, there are much cheaper ways to advertise a free book on Amazon. Free Booksy is an obvious place to spend some money. Advertising a free book does tend to work quite well on some non-Amazon platforms where the sell-through is higher. You can also use drip ads to advertise permanently discounted books like first books in a series. A 99-cent book is still a deep discount for a lot of people, especially if they are used to buying traditionally published books. In general, the sell-through from a 99-cent book to a full-priced book is much higher than it is from a free book to a full-priced book, so it may be something to consider. You can also advertise collections. If you have a three-book box set of the first three books in your series, you can discount that to $2.99 so that you still get the full 70% royalty. If you have an audiobook, Advertising it through a drip ad can be quite profitable. And you can even use drip ads to advertise a full-price book. Of course, the higher your price, the fewer sales you will get. But in the end, it's all about money in and money out. If you have a successful ad for a high-priced book at a low enough cost per click, it can still be profitable. Ultimately, drip ads are to make people aware of your catalogue. Whether they are profitable or not, based on what the advertising platform's metrics tell you, I wouldn't say that this is not important, because obviously it is, but if you live by daily ROIs, return on investment, and you see that your $5 spend over a few days does not result in an equivalent amount of sales and turn off the ads, you may miss something and throw out the baby with the bathwater. At such a low daily spend, I'd keep them running for at least a couple of weeks and then look at how your overall monthly sales compare to the previous month when you weren't running the ads. The way I run drip ads is to set a low daily amount, like one or two dollars a day, and very slowly ramp up the spending. Instead of looking religiously at ROI, I set a monthly spend and simply stick to it. 
Then I check whether that money resulted in increased sales at the end of the month. At this point, you are advertising for visibility, especially in the beginning. This especially works quite well if you have a fairly large catalogue and you don't always know where your sales are coming from. If you have a perma-free book one and the sales of subsequent books go up, is that because of a promotion you did on BookBub years ago or is it because of a recent ad? This sort of stuff becomes increasingly hard to track the more books you have and the more venues they are listed at. Drip ads also allow you to get your feet wet in advertising. The prospect of spending huge amounts of money on ads is quite daunting, so the idea that you can spend just $30 a month, or even less, while learning, and also growing your audience is quite attractive. So now I will talk a little bit about the individual platforms and how to do drip ads on them for low cost. Some of the things I say will probably go against what is well-known established knowledge about advertising on the platform. But remember that this is a very low level of spend. The ad is trying to do two things. In the first place, it's trying to sell your book, but it's also raising the awareness of your existence. You can't always measure an ad's success, but if you're of the type who sets up an ad, watches it like a hawk for a few days, and then decides it doesn't work or this platform doesn't work for you, you're never going to get anywhere with advertising. Believe me, I have been there and done that, because I hate spending money on ads. It's better to just set a monthly budget and then choose a way to actually spend that budget and do it for six months in a row, and then to improve the ads while they're running. There is one thing that is worse than a low-cost ad that doesn't run optimally, and that is one you don't run at all. Okay, so then what ad should you do? When people ask about where they should start with advertising, people usually recommend that they start doing Amazon ads. You can access your ad platform through the KDP dashboard, and setting it up is very easy. You don't even need to write ad text. You can just do an auto-ad, and everything, including the setting of keywords, is done for you. But to be honest, if you set yourself a goal of spending a certain amount of money per month, Amazon ads are not actually the best choice, because Amazon ads will notoriously just sit there and never spend any of your money. People are then fooled into raising their bids to ridiculous amounts, and sometimes they will start spending but the sales measuring on the platform is particularly poor, with data taking weeks to filter in. So basically it's all as transparent as mud, especially if you're new to all this. You can set up two ads with exactly the same parameters, one in one month and one the next month, and one will do okay and the next one won't do anything and won't spend any money no matter what you do. There are a lot of courses on how to run Amazon ads, but they invariably tell you to raise your bids. You don't want to bid $1 per click if you don't know what you're doing, unless you're really keen to burn money. To get the ads to spend your money is actually really hard on Amazon. It's important that all your keywords are relevant. I use as keywords the titles and authors of books like mine, I put a decent list of these, about 200, in an ad and then start the ad for $1 per day at a low bid and check again in a month's time. 
Amazon ads are notoriously hard to track because the data can take up to two weeks to come in. Not all of your sales are tracked, and sometimes sales are tracked that are not of your books. These days, Amazon ads do track pages read in Kindle Unlimited, but even that is said to be quite unreliable. How on earth are you supposed to learn with a platform that is that unreliable, doesn't do what it says, and takes forever to show you the data? Actually, I think it is much better to start learning with either Facebook or BookBub ads. The reason is that if you set a daily spend budget, Facebook will guaranteed spend that money, and BookBub will guaranteed spend it once you have raised your bid high enough for the ad to start showing, or if you're doing CPM or cost per impression ads. You can't actually learn anything from ads that refuse to spend your money. You don't learn anything either from ads that rip through your money and don't give you any results to speak of because you didn't target your audience well enough. But you learn from ads that spend your money, keep the cost manageable, and start showing you results when you make changes. Facebook ads do just this. One of the disadvantages of Facebook is that the targeting options are not by far as sophisticated. You may be able to target a handful of traditional authors in your genre, but some genres are much better covered than others. My tip is to also expand the targeting to TV shows and movies, and then in the next box down when you create your audience, to limit the audience that they must also like e-readers. Don't use books or reading, because they will also catch people who only read paper books and buy them at the bookstores, and that is just far too long a route for something to go and buy your book. You want to link them to the page where they can buy the discounted ebook so that you can track how your ad is working. Facebook ads will spend the daily money that you give it. Facebook is not a cost-per-click platform, even if they say they are, as in you don't really control the cost-per-click. There is that option in the menu where you set it up, but I don't recommend that you tick that box because your ad won't be shown. You set a limited amount per day, and you can go as low as $1 per day if you set up an ad that optimizes for traffic, and then select link clicks and website in the options. We can't measure conversion, so it's not a conversion ad, because the retailers don't release that data. They're a traffic ad. You're sending traffic to the retailers. The cost per click on Facebook is not a measure to control your spending, but rather it is a measure of the success of your ad. Don't get too worried about this amount being high on a particular day, especially at a low daily spend. Let it run for a week at least before you make any decisions. The cost per click wobbles a lot in low daily spend environments. Also, an ad that has a fairly high cost can still be quite successful if it does what you want it to do. Are you selling books is a much better question to ask than how low is your cost per click. With drip ads, you want to draw someone into your catalogue. So if you have a large number of books, you may be willing to spend a little bit more to get a new reader because if they buy all your books, that's good for $20 or $30 or more. I use drip ads to get people to my mailing list. 
I want them to buy my books on my website where I keep 95% of the cover price and I get to keep the customer data. I am quite happy to pay $2 to $3 for a sign-up from an audience where I know, through past experience, that a decent number of people do buy from my website and where I get people who will buy everything in my catalogue and that's over $200 for ebooks and double that for audio. Facebook ads are king for this sort of thing because you can target demographics and you're also capturing people outside the retail sites. BookBub ads work much in the same way. The advantage here is that you can target individual authors in the BookBub database. Again, I recommend that you start an ad at a very low cost per day, like $1. I only do cost-per-click ads on BookBub because they also get shown on the website, while the CPM display ads get shown only in the email, and BookBub will spend that money even if there are no clicks. With cost-per-click, the platform will only charge you if someone clicks. It's very easy to burn through a lot of money on BookBub, but if you set up a cost-per-click ad and you set the bid at below their advertised range and then slowly creep up until the ad starts doing things, it's quite easy to control your daily spend. I find that BookBub ads work especially well on non-Amazon platforms. I have a number that I've left running for a year or so. Some days they won't show any clicks and then the next day there will be a click or two and I combine this with other ads to different authors. I generally use only one author per ad and I have about 10 ads going to different series. I usually spend a small amount each day. Doing drip ads combats the hesitancy around spending money on ads that comes from not seeing any results. Once you start spending regular small amounts and you become a little bit more confident in how and where your audience will buy, so that when you have a new release, you do know where to set up the ads that spend a little bit more money with actual results without blowing your budget for little or no results. Thank you for listening. In the next episode, I will talk about book trailers, their use and how to make your own. Thank you for listening to The Happy Writer Show. Check out links and information about other episodes on my website at pattyjansen.com where you can also find out about my books. You can support me by subscribing to the show or on Patreon at patreon.com slash pattyjansen.com.